Like right, so if you want to do dolphin, bird photography, dolphin rawhide, find yourself a fox. Yeah, right, kill it, gut it. <laughs> right now, put it on, <laughs> put it on its head, put it over your head, and climb your way in. <laughs> Welcome to what the Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm your host, Ben. That's Ben. And this is the Photography Podcast, where I think we're talking a little bit more about photography these days. This this one's going to be a big one. This is going to be 50, uh, maybe 60% photography, I reckon. Yeah. It's going to be above, it's going to be above half. Yeah. And if it's not, you can hold it to us, because if you don't get something about photography out of this one, you are a silly, a silly person. Mm. Yep. Mm. We're going we're gonna to enlighten your... Photography brains. Quite literally, because we're talking about light. Uh, wow. In a broad sense. In a bro- very broad, very broad sense. So we're going to cover ISO, exposure, F-stop. Well, we're really going to cover, we're not covering exposure, are we? I want to do that again. A general, a general I wanna, thing. I want to so do that again. we're really covering ISO, F-stop, shutter speed, and white balance. Yep. We're going to try to give you a bit of a broad photography 101 workshop lesson, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. So I guess in this podcast, we're going to try to give a bit of a, a broad overview of the main four functions that you'll see in every camera and the main four functions you'll use in every single photograph you'll ever take mm. unless you're shooting with your phone then you'll probably use none of them or a polaroid camera you probably won't use them either polaroid yeah no definitely yeah. not you just pressing buttons yep yeah you just pressing buttons mm. dslr mirrorless whatever other well, phone in pro mode yeah phone in pro mode maybe i use pro mode sometimes, sometimes. not all out. the time i just pull my phone out take a picture yep sometimes i pull the exposure down little sidebar zoop mm. darker or lighter Mm. Most of the time, I'm just double click the power button. Yeah, it's a cheeky little trick for Android users. Ninety mm. percent of Android phones, you just double click the power button, then it'll jump you straight into into your camera. Mm. There you go. There's a there's your first tip of the night. I'll give you another tip on that. Yep. Here you go. If you're a Samsung person mm. and you don't like Bixby and you've got that stupid Bixby button, Bixby. you can remap it, and I've remapped it. So now I've got the Double tap on the power button, yep. opens up my camera. Love it. Bixby button, because I Pointless. couldn't find a, you know, to turn on your um, flash, mm. your flashlight thing. Mm. I'm sure there's an app. I can't be bothered. Yep. Uh, that also opens up my camera. Nice. Yeah. Either way. Fucking Bixby. Bixby. I don't yep. think it's, it's it's pretty, I watch a lot of tech YouTubers and they always bag out Bixby. Yeah. It's a terrible assistant. I don't use any assistants. Yeah. Except use- my wife. She's a pretty good assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Watch this. Okay, Google. Oh. <laughs> okay, Google. Okay, Google. Google's fast asleep oh, by the looks of things. God, he was she was so good yesterday. Okay, Google. Tell me a joke. <laughs> they always have a bone to pick. Oh. So she's very funny. Do you want another one? Yeah, I want I'll miss that one. Hold it in front of the mic. Tell me another joke. Here's a good one. What sound does a nut make when it sneezes? 
Cashew. <laughs> <laughs> She's a funny woman, that one. Right? Oh, good, aren't Bloody it? good at it. I wonder what Bixby. Oh, nah, disabled Bixby her. Just fail you. <laughs> She'd probably tell you a joke about something stupid. Yep. Like photography. Mm. Nah, mm. Joke, that is. Yeah. So, first up, before we kind of jump into the meat and the veg of this silly little episode that we've got ahead of us, um, We've got to announce this week's weekly winner for the What the Focus Picks um, photo contest. Uh, mm. And yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, Looking yeah. at me. <laughs> um, yeah, so this week's uh, winner, mm. which is brought to you by all the good people at Ted's Cameras. Ted's. Thanks, uh, Ted's, for chucking, chucking some sponsorship at us. It's muchly appreciated. Yeah, yeah, very much appreciated. And, and if you um, do need some camera gear or a new camera or a new lens or a tripod or anything, you can mm. go into a good Ted's. Chat. Good chat. Some, yeah. Don't take up too much of their time, though. No, you don't want to waste no. their time. Don't want to be that guy. Don't be that Nobody guy. Nobody likes that guy. Don't don't wear high waisted pants and go in and talk about cameras and oh, never buy a camera no. off them. Please that's always do, fun. Please do actually. Yeah, actually, do, yeah, do that. yeah. Well, that, so, that's actually. I think we should change our photo challenge this week. Yep. To high wear your high waisted pants. pants and yep. go shop at Ted's. Yep. Actually, buy something. Don't just waste their time. No, but yeah, high waist. It's high waisted week. High waisted week. week with Ben yep. and Adam. Join the club. <laughs> strap your strap your cargo pants up nice and tight. Yeah. And We're talking um, just just under the nipples. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Just under the it has to be in between the belly button and the nipples. Yeah. Ideally more towards the, the nipples. Yeah. Um yeah, and a nice, you know, nice probably like a a, a, a canvas belt. Yeah, we'll, nice. We'll hold that up. Oh, nicely. No, you know the ones. Mm. They're the oh, braided exactly gonna say. the braided leather Beautiful. ones. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I yep. love it. I've yep. got one of them at home. I yep. use it on my suit. Mm. 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 Um yeah, yeah, so I, th- so I think that. just under the nipples yeah. and just before Button if you're up a shirt guy, tucked in, of course. We don't want any, is it moose knuckle? Or- you don't want a moose knuckle, <laughs> no. You don't want the male version of a camel toe? No. You don't no, want that? So just, just before that point. Yep, yep. Um, yep. But, yeah, but high enough, def- yeah. Definitely higher than the belt. Little so bit of a hunchback too, ideally. Over the- You probably want to lean, just really yep. the worst posture you can have. Yeah, suck those suck those ears right into your shoulders. I think some sort of nineteen eighties sporting event yep. Yep. printed on your hat. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the I don't know, um, nineteen eighty four, like ninety six Los Angeles Olympics yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, do that one. Spot on. I think it was ninety six, wasn't it? No idea. Yeah, it was ninety six. Mm. Pretty sure. Someone pull us up on that. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was ninety six. Google can. Yeah. Okay, Google. She's a fucking bitch. <laughs> Every time she does this, I swear. If oh god, and so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this week's uh, photo challenge winner is from Vast Depth Photography, banging shot um, of the Milky Way over uh, oh, what do you call Old them? Astro tree. Yeah, sure, Astro tree. Yeah, Astro tree. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're known as. That's yeah. their official name. Yeah, the Astro tree. Yeah, um, that's great. Great photo. Yeah, yeah awesome. She, awesome. He's Kind of lit the foreground with like his phone or with something. Mm. Um, so yeah, all the trees kind of lit up. It's got a bit of texture in it, and mm. yeah, nice, nice little photo astro astro tree with the astro over the top. Yeah, Milky Way astro. Yum, astro. Everyone likes a Milky Way. Oh, remember so, the Milky Ways? Do you used yeah. to like pull the chocolate off and eat the nutmeg in the middle? Nutmeg? Nah, nougat. What is it? 
Nougat. Nougat. Yeah. Same, pretty much the same thing. I had a friend mm. who, well, he's not a friend. He was a bloke that I met in Byron when I was yeah, living course, in a once. tent for three months. Yeah. Yeah. You met him once. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I hung out a bit, but anyway, I didn't yeah, partake in these endeavors. Anyway, he heard that yeah. you could smoke nutmeg I'm and sure. get a hallucinogenic yep. effect. Yeah, very good. So and he gave it a good, he gave it a red hot. He go. gave it a real yep. good belting. Him and his went, mates went down to Coles, <clears throat> bought some nutmeg off the shelf. Yeah, it would have been um, sprinkled it all over oh. his joint and got high. <laughs> no, no, no. He just just smoked nutmeg. Just a nutmeg, and he smoked it and smoked it and smoked it. Nothing happened. Uh, no, he he had a bit of a t- <laughs> yeah, he died. <laughs> yeah. So you were saying that his bedroom at the time he had this sarong hanging on the wall. And so, you know, he's in, in full f- nutmeg flight. And uh, I was just like, oh, my God, this sarong is just amazing. Yeah. just started snapping away at all the, the ways in which his sarong was changing. It was taking photos upon Beautiful. photos of this sarong on the wall oh, God. and all the, the weird ways it was changing and stuff. Anyway, went and uh, got the film developed because this is in the 90s. Yep. And, um, yeah, sure enough, he just got back a full roll just, of film with just the sure sarong on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he said oh, worst God. headache of his life the uh, next day too so yeah nutmeg headache yeah there's everyone knows a... that that's a bad one <laughs> yeah it's the he main reason mad. why i don't do nutmeg anymore yeah 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 have yeah. seen people do that cinnamon challenge where they like yeah i did that and i got 50 bucks <laughs> did you did yeah. you swallow it yeah i swallowed oh, it you died yeah no you didn't cough up a lung well look i did it and i'm not sure if there's a time limit Oh, so you just did little little tiny bits? No, no, no. I did it all in one, oh. but I just held it in my mouth until I produced enough saliva to be able to... <laughs> lubed it up. Yeah. Slid down. And it went down. I nearly nearly lost it a few times, but yeah. No doubt. Kept it in. The idea is you just can't breathe in, I think. Can't yeah. breathe the powder in. Yeah, nah. Mm. Very, very bad. Not good for you. Nah. They like cut your lungs up or some rubbish, don't they? Really? I don't know. I read something that's really, like, really, really bad for you. Not good at all. In yeah, the slightest. Right. Actually, it doesn't surprise me. It is a real fine powder. Pretty fine powder, yeah. And most asbestos is in the form Yeah, <laughs> fine powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So, yeah, don't. There you go. There's asbestos in cinnamon. Don't suck down fine, <laughs> don't suck down fine powder. No. No, <laughs> just don't do it. It's easier no. that way. Mm. Yeah, it's not worth it. <coughs> um, Moving on. So, yeah, thank you very much uh, to Ted's. Thanks, Ted's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ignore like the last out. comment. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ted's do not condone smoking do not, nutmeg. We, no, <laughs> don't smoke nutmeg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, how was your week, just quickly? Week was fine. That's yep. good. How was your... <laughs> <laughs> Mine, yeah, it was good. It was... Um, I had a somewhat relaxing weekend. Mm-hmm. Good. I went away camping. Mm. Had a fire. Fire's oh, nice. I love a campfire. Yep, it was good. Um, and then um, didn't shoot all that much. I wanted to. Mm. Had my camera, mm. um, obviously, and just didn't. Just it was. I woke up on Sunday morning. Would have been nice to shoot if the weather was better, but it was just hammering down rain. Oh, Melbourne! So I just stayed in the van. The, the tempest. Temp- Temp yeah, test. Temp I think test? it was super Temp cold, test. wasn't it? Yeah. Heaps of snow. I was kind of disappointed that I didn't... I, I don't know why I went to where I went, but um, I, I don't know why I just didn't go to somewhere where there was some snow. Mm. Confused about why I didn't, but I just didn't. Mm. But that's all right. Yeah. Um, still a good weekend. That's good. That's good. But just sat in my van, crossed my legs. 
That was fun. Good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves crossing legs. Yeah. Yep. How's your week? What'd you do? Um, I, so our friend of the podcast, Sophie. Friend. Yep. Yep. Um, she's lent me her printer. Mm. She's got a Epson P600 printer. Mm. Um, so I printed a photo. Nice. Yeah, first time. Have a look. Uh, uh, so it looks like I've used, even though I haven't used any of the clarity tool in Lightroom, it yeah. just looks a little bit like that. So you have the right, um, I uploaded the ICC profile, yeah. the, um, punched in the, you know, printer's profile. Yeah. I don't have a screen calibrator for my, yeah. um, it doesn't screen. matter that much though. I don't know. Yeah, I figured I'd be able to get close. It's yeah. it's not bad. It's cool. yeah, just it's about ninety percent there. It's just just, just looks a, bit a little crunchy. bit grungy. Just yeah. a little like, but I'm picky. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Everyone's picky on their own stuff. Mm. If you were printing someone else's stuff, you'd be like, man, whatever, looks yeah. great, yeah, done deal, yeah. Sign me up. But lovely, lovely, nice, really it's uh, exciting. Would like to get a printer at some point, but I'm just not printing at the moment. But one of I the get... main things I recommend for. Yeah, ninety percent of people is to try to print one of your photos. Mm. Or try to print heaps of your photos. Mm. I don't know, hang them on your wall, keep them in your cupboard or something. Mm. But yeah, go out, print put some, them up in the bookshelf. Photos, chuck them, slide them straight into the bookshelf. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Sof, it's there still it there over there. Um, yeah, but printing's good. Mm. I think you find you look at your photos in a different way when you print them. Yeah, definitely. Um, I find that with um. When you're when you're just posting on Instagram all the time, it becomes very you, you don't actually see as many mistakes, mm. um, or just online in general. But the minute you print it and you hold it in front of yourself, mm. you just get a different look at it, and you can kind of look at it in a different light. You can tell that elements aren't very close to the edge of the frame, or you know you don't want them to ever sit too close to the edge of the frame. I always say to people like try to leave a margin mm. around your mm. page, so try to keep your elements into the center of the shot as much as you can. Um, yeah, which is like if it's a landscape, you don't want a rogue branch coming in from, you not, know, Not necessarily that. I, I'm, I'm aiming more towards like if you've got, let's say you've got some really nice rocks in the foreground, mm. like trying to have them too, and you want them to be part of your feature of the, of, of the photo, mm. uh, try to put those rocks just in a little bit. So oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a margin so there's a around bit of space your, around them. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it just gives a little bit of room to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, like a margin around your page when you're in high school or primary school. You know, you'd have a margin. You'd never write right to the edge of the page. Mm. So it's kind of that idea of just leaving a margin around your page. Yeah. And you seem to notice that a lot more with printing over when you just leave it on, on the computer screen. I find. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good tip. That's a great Work, tip. Works for me. Mm. Works for most people. I tell that tip too. Yep. Um, which is nice. Mm. Mm. Cool one. Let's get into it. This is our the beginning of our photography one hundred and one. Mm. Yep. Um, Photo one hundred and one. What the focus style? Yeah. Good luck if so you can follow along. Fucking ISO. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no. ISO. No, that was, that here was, we go. That was grotesque. We don't need to. ISO. Filthy. Here we go. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So, so. Or should we say all the way with ASA? Yeah. Mm. So tell me where ISO come from. Benno? ISO stands for International Standards Organization. 
International Fuck, Standards yeah. Organization. I think so. We yeah. should have looked it up. I think it is. But yeah. it's, like, it's something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what where it, it comes from. It, it come. It, it was a it was a film term more than anything. Mm. So back in the day, you would have different. You would have different rated films for different situations. Uh, you'd use a hundred <clears throat> ISO film stock for for outdoor photography and use an an eight hundred or sixteen hundred. I don't think they went all the way up to sixteen hundreds, did they? Oh, I got a thirty two hundred roll. Oh, really? Yeah, way Jesus. back in the day, Ilford thirty two hundred. Ah. Took some great shots on it. Is it like, rough? Uh, in the right light, yeah. it wasn't um, too bad. It was really nice grain. Yeah. And so it was, um, I found the best shots. I took it while I was traveling in 2000 and 2000, 2001 sure. in Spain. And yeah. it was like a, um, we we're in Santiago. Mm, Santiago. And. It had just been raining, so real old medieval city, mm. you know, and all that Great. sort of nice contrast. I was shooting an old Samsung compact, much like a like cool. a Canon G10 or, yeah, yeah. you know, sort yeah. of equivalent of that, but obviously filming. Mm, yeah. um, but if you had any low light um, sort of situations, yeah, mm. crunchy, noisy, Rough. just horrible. Yeah. 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 So you would use, yeah, film stocks you'd use different film stocks back in the mm. day that that's depending on your situation or what you would what you were shooting or the time of day you were shooting and and that's translated over into into digital now but it, it's more of a representation now rather than an actual an actual you know you, you're not nothing really changes it, it's like a the way i always refer it to it it's like digital brightening more than anything um, yeah, it's, so- it's like gain yeah, so we haven't yeah. actually explained what it actually mm, mm. does or how it impacts your photo, and that mm. is, um, it base it yeah as you say it's gain. So in a digital photography, it's basically like a volume knob. Yeah, it just turns it up. Just in turns the brightness up. Film, mm. um, the uh, film stock was more sensitive to or light. less sensitive to light. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, whatever they put in that. Film stock, whatever it was, just just made it react uh, more to light. Yeah, yeah, and this is this is a strange thing about ISO now is that people think that it, it changes the image when you up your ISO, and it it does in a way, but in a way too, it's all it is 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 the processor and the camera is, is telling it it needs to be two, three, four, five, ten stops brighter than mm. what than what it needs to be. So mm. it, it's the image isn't really changing all that much. Um, it's just it's just adding digital kind of brightness over the top of it. It's, yeah, I, I do find that it does degrade the image. Of course, as you yeah. crunch it up. Yeah, there was this big test that um, we we're talking about him before, but Tony Nor Northrup Northrup Tony and Chelsea Northrup they make some um, <coughs> photography photography videos on YouTube and they have a podcast as well. And oh, did they? They do some. I didn't know they had a podcast. They do some good stuff. He did a he did a big test, which was quite interesting, to be mm. honest. Um, oh, months ago, I don't know how long ago, but however long ago it was, he did a test where he shot um, something at 100 ISO mm. um, and then shot it at 3200 ISO mm. and just pumped up in post production, pumped up the Hundred ISO up five stops in in the exposure, rather yeah. than and he was getting similar noise performance, but you would still get a slightly cleaner image out of the out of the um hundred ISO out, out of the no sorry out of the 
at the 3200 ISO. So it was cleaner at the higher ISOs, but you okay. would get a similar performance out of shooting at 100 ISO and then pushing it up to pushing it up five stops with your exposure slider in Lightroom. Yeah, okay. So a little bit complicated, but yeah, that's that's what he did. He did a couple of tests on that and Yeah, he, yeah. So the in camera I guess amplification of mm. of the light was somewhat the exposure cleaner. was cleaner yeah. in camera than, yeah. than in ca- oh that's interesting yeah he was saying that it wasn't all that much cleaner mm. he was saying that they were nearly identical mm. and that was his big debate is that ISO is a myth were they lit exactly the same they lit they were just the exact same scene it was just- and they were normal scenes they were just literally shooting into that corner yep you know yeah okay. uh, he wasn't it wasn't a properly lit scene it wasn't a nice scene it was nothing beautiful it was just his room. Okay. I okay. think it was just, yeah, it was just a couch with a picture over the top and some mm. different light um, shot seconds apart. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, his his theory was that there was a myth that ISO was just a myth, which it, it somewhat is in digital photography now with with how good cameras are becoming, but mm. it's, it's still there and it's still, you know, usable. It mm. still needs to be, you know, you still need to use it in the right way. Mm. And ideally in the perfect situation, like you were saying before with that 3,200 film stock, mm. if even 6,400 or 1,280, mm. um, like 12,800 ISO can still look quite good in the right lighting situations. Yeah. If if you shot 12,800 ISO in the middle of the day with perfect light, you know, of, you know, blue sky day of, of anything, it'd still look fine. Mm. Like the grain wouldn't be all that prevalent. Um, yeah. until you zoomed in at, you know, 200% and really picked, but it's going to look fine. But the minute you go really dark on that and your ISO is really high, um, it, it's going to be, it's going to look rubbish, mm. like the dark, dark images, high ISO is going to always look rough, but, yeah. um, ideally, you know, going on that too, ideally landscape photography, perfect situation. You're going to shoot your ISO as low as you possibly can, mm. Mm. depending on your situation. But yeah, you're going to go, um, a lot of cameras come down, you know, our Fuji's come down 80. Um, yep. Some Nikon's go down to 64. You know, most Canon cameras go to 100. And then there's expanded ISOs down to 50. Mm. What you got to remember about expanded ISOs is expanded ISOs are literally the camera is just telling it that it needs to come down another stop. It's not actually, it's not, it's not a native, it's not a natively produced ISO. It's just a expanded ISO down and often up on the top end as well. So mm. they go to like, I don't know, some go to like five, 512,800, some rubbish mm. number, mm. Um, which would never look good ever. Mm. Mm. I don't care what kind of light you'd have. If you went that high, it's probably going to look rubbish no matter what you do. So it's pointless. I don't even know why camera manufacturers even advertise that, that they have that high ISOs because it's going to look rubbish. Can look absolutely terrible. Yeah, I'm really not sure when you'd use it. Well, I don't know. Yeah, most of the time, most cameras, most cameras that I've used, anything above, you know, 6400. Mm. You you really don't need to go above 6400. No. Nah. Um, and if you do, then I don't, know, I don't. I don't think you have to. No. Nah, all all I can think of is like nighttime events. Poorly lit nighttime events, and where that is you, and you're just you trying it. to get something. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you're blurry. going, if you're going handheld, <clears throat> if you're going handheld, you haven't got a tripod. You know, handheld, you've got a, a 1.4 aperture lens, which we'll talk about in a second with aperture mm-hmm. um, or f-stop. Um, 
yeah, if you're shooting with handheld and you need to get it to like 50th of a second to actually get it, you know, get it handheld, um, it's, yeah, that's, that's about the only time that you would use that high of an ISO, I guess. Mm, mm. Um, and so th- just for those who aren't 100% clear on uh, the functionality of ISO and how it affects your photo. Yeah. So a lower ISO, so um, making the sensor less sensitive to light, um, but cleaner, mm. um, cleaner looking because you get less noise and less gain. Uh, grain. So grain was a film term, and then when we turned digital, it was the change the noise. Change, yeah, change the noise. Mm. Um, so you'd, you'd use a low number, and uh, which generally uh, yields the cleanest result. But what what it's doing is it it slows down your shutter speed or your ability to shoot at a faster shutter speed. Well, yeah, it it it's more that it's more that you like. I always try to work backwards from ISO. So when we first started talking about this episode, you, you were trying, you were, we were going to start with aperture or we we're going to start with shutter speed or something like that. But mm. um, I, I just think, because shutter speeds are easiest for the novice to understand. Yeah. Well, yeah, in a way. Um, but ISO is the, it's kind of like a, a base, <laughs> you know, like you're yeah. a lot of the time you're going to choose your, your ISO to, you know, to give it a good base. Mm. You know, a nice solid base with mm. like a clean, you know, a nice clean image. Mm. Um, and then you're going to work your way, work your way up from there. Mm. Um, I, I guess the main thing you need to remember is that, is that the higher your ISO goes, the more noisy your image is going to become. Mm. The higher your ISO goes, the more degraded the image is going to become. Yeah. Um, you're never going to have as clean an image from a 3200 ISO photo over mm-hmm. 100 ISO photo. Mm-hmm, uh, it's mm-hmm. going to look a lot cleaner at, at the 100 ISO. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Yeah. What are you no. writing there, Ben? Notes. Why? Uh, we're finished with ISO. We're done with it. Yeah, sort but of. at the end, we're going to recap. No, nah, we're not recapping anything. I would like to recap. People aren't paying attention. That's their own problem. They're probably lost. <laughs> <laughs> Poor probably, buggers. No, nah, no. Nah, that, that we, I think we did that <clears> pretty well. But uh, Yeah. I don't know. Let's let's try harder with <laughs> the second on the on the list list of happiness the the, <laughs> the photography list of happiness we're gonna yeah. start calling it yeah why um, not or the the dirty the dirty the dirty word in the room which is um the exposure triangle mm. no we're not talking about the exposure triangle if if you are interested in the exposure triangle just Google it yeah it's it's a, somewhat a very confusing thing to look at mm. but this is kind of what we're describing iso f-stop and shutter speed all on the different ends of a triangle um it's it's yeah it's it's something to look at and something to be aware of but uh, i don't think it's a i don't think it's the best way to describe exposure it just becomes a little bit confusing yeah i think anyway i think initially it was like you affect one it affects the others and yeah, that sort of yeah. thing but yeah. um yeah, ISO is just, it's a bit different, whereas yeah. shutter speed and F-stop or, or an aperture. actual physical. Uh, yeah. Physical movement or physical motion of the camera, where yeah. ISO is a, a very much a digital representation of something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another good way to look at look at all these functions together is kind of like a seesaw. So ideally mm. you want mm. all the weight to sit evenly. 
Mm. Um, and if you adjust, if you adjust one of the settings, you mm. need to adjust another to compensate for the one that you just adjusted. Yeah. And that's a good way to look at it as well. But, yeah. um, the second on the list is F-stop and F-stop iris and aperture are all a similar thing. Um, similar things, different names for the same function, I guess is a good way to describe it. Mm. Um, but F-stop is, it's related to, it's kind of very simple to the, similar to the pupil of your eye. It kind of expands and contracts, lets more light in, blocks more light out. Normally in the lens of a camera, uh, rather than in the camera itself. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it's kind of the, that main number where you might see like an F 1.4. Yeah. Or you might see an F 2.8. Yeah. Or you might see a verbal aperture. You might see F 3.5 to F 5.6, mm. which is pretty standard on a on a stock kit lens for a Canon or a Nikon camera. Yeah. You only see them on zoom lenses. Yes. Yeah. You only see variable, variable apertures on, on yeah. zoom lenses uh, because it, it indicates a different f-stop for the lower end of the zoom over the over the upper end of the zoom, mm. or the longer end of the zoom, I guess you could say. Mm. Um, so f-stop in landscape photography is is kind of very much a a function that controls depth of field. Well, in all forms of photography, it can't, the main function of, of your f-stop is it controls mm. controls depth of field. So you've got. Um, like in the perfect world again, you know, we're like what like we said with ISO, you're going to use the lowest possible ISO. Um, with f-stop, if you want to get your entire scene in focus, ideally you're going to use somewhere between f8 to f16, depending on how much how much foreground you've got in the image. Yeah, um, and also how much you want to stay in focus throughout the scene. Yeah. So basically, more foreground elements means you're going to need a higher number possibly yeah 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 another depending on how far away that is from the camera exactly yeah yeah. another good tip is that if if for example we're we're shooting in a landscape we've got a big rock in the foreground we want the rock in foreground we want the mountains in the background in focus as well and you focus on those rocks you're still using f16 um and you still can't get that background in focus a really good way to do it is even if you take literally one step back a foot back move mm. the camera back a foot mm. uh, focus on that rock again it'll increase that this is it's kind of working towards this hyper focal distance which people might have seen as well so yeah. it just increases the the depth the depth of field in in the image yeah and i think yeah. hyper focal distance is not something we'll cover now nah, that's more it's of a, complicated as well oh it's shocking yeah and i don't <laughs> i don't really use it and i don't really mm. i don't teach it Yep. Um, I try to teach just, you know, F, F8, F16. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Main reason why we don't use the bottom, well, not that we don't use it, but the main reason that it doesn't get used as much in, in the bottom end of, and in the top end of the um, F-stop ranges is often because your lenses might not be as sharp um, at the bottom and the top end of the ranges. Mm. And it also increases... Diffraction, it's called, which is another yeah. complicated term, which is just softening, softening of edges. Yeah, um, yeah, it's complicated to explain without you looking at my face while I explain it. Yeah, and let me use my hands. Yeah, move, move around and often do an interpretive dance. Yeah, <laughs> I, I use like battens. Pitch- battens are good. Battens. I think battens work really well for describing. Um, diffraction, you know, battens. Like I like to throw them in the air and move around. 
and do a bit of a roll. Oh, batons. Yes, batons. I'm very sorry. It's a baton. <laughs> no, uh, no batons. It's actually yeah, yeah. a baton. Yeah. Yeah, but... um, I like to imagine mm. uh, like that high-waisted middle-aged guy yeah, yeah. trying to focus on the thing in the... In yeah. the back row, yeah, and he's trying so hard. Yeah, with his little eyes, it's just getting harder and harder, more and more out of focus. He knows he yeah. needs to get new glasses, but he's just too busy looking pixel peeping at these images of birds from the weekend. Mm. So bird photographers, I like birds; they're cool. Yeah, birds are really cool. cool. Birds mm. watching some kookaburras on the weekend. They're mad. They're clever. Mm. Yep, they swoop down, grab a worm out of the ground. I saw a, so it was at a, the Pig and Whistle mm, yep. up at, uh, what is that? Melinda, maybe? Sure. Anyway. Yeah, somewhere like that, yeah. Um, and. <coughs> Ben's sick, by the way. I'm sick. Sick, I'm as sorry. A, sick as a dog. Yeah, just couldn't, couldn't <laughs> start. Why do away. they say sick as a dog? I don't get it. Dogs, dogs are pretty are, sick. Dogs aren't always sick, though. Yeah. They're always sick. <laughs> that so reminds you, me of another story. <laughs> so you're at the you're at the pig and the whistle. At the pig and the whistle years yeah. ago, this bloke on another table. Yeah. I don't know why I was looking at it. It's, it's one of those weird universal laws, Stare. you know, that something's going to happen. and yeah. so, But you don't know something's happened, but whatever reason, subconsciously, you, your attention's diverted elsewhere. Mm. Mm. And I noticed this guy just eating his food, and he was part of a big group of people or whatever. Yep. Anyway, he had a steak. And he was one of those guys. As kind of steak, I was growing was. up. Oh, it looked like a T-bone. Oh, t- okay, okay. Could yep. have been porterhouse. Mushroom sauce? Uh, I wasn't looking that closely. Why not? Because oh, it's, it's important. It's moving into my diffraction territory. I kind of, of want to know my um, abilities. So can you could ask him? Uh, not now. Oh, okay. Yeah, many years ago. Oh, that's Don't hard. know who he was. It's hard for me. Um. So he was one of those, like, as a kid, I used to, if we had steak, I'd eat all the veggies, leave the meat till last. He was one of those oh, guys. Yeah. So he ate his, you know, veggies, chips. Can't and eat blah, it together. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no. Nah, leaving his steak for last. Fair enough. And um, just as he was about to start on the steak, yep. kookaburra flew off the roof. Got it. Grabbed the whole thing and just flew off with it. That'll teach Got him. it up on the roof again, just smacking it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to kill it. Yeah. Trying to kill the, the pre-dead yeah, the pre whole steak. Meat. The guy just That's threw his hands great. up and he just like, oh. He wouldn't have done that again. I yeah. bet you he eats a steak first now. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Remember that kookaburra taught him a very valuable life lesson. Mm. You know, very valuable. It's all cold and rubbery. Yeah. Why would you leave that to last? Yeah, true. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I kind of eat it all together. Yeah. Bit of meat, bit of potato, mm. mushroom sauce, mm. salt and pepper, each piece individually. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> That'd be a weird thing He's to do. He's got time for that. Yeah. Imagine every piece. You just, mm. like, load your fork up and you put your fork to the side and you get one of your mates to help you hold the fork. You know, so your mate holds the fork. Because you got the shakes or you, what? No, you, salt, you salt and pepper each one of them. No, I reckon you, you salt and, and pepper you into a digital scale. Yeah. Ah, oh, beautiful. So you got to weigh. You want it perfect every time. Yeah. 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 It's like coffee. Or before you start dinner, you know grind. that you're... Steak mm. is going to be 32 mouthfuls. Yep. So you yep. portion 32. your salt and pepper into 32. Beautiful. Sounds great. You get the pill box, the monthly pill yeah, box. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you know you've got- Yep, 32 you know, grams of steak 30, and you've got 30, month, yeah. yep, and you've got 30, um, you've got 29 grams of salt and, and 15 grams of, of pepper per yeah. mouthful. 
What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> We've cooked it. Uh, so <laughs> back to back to f stop. But yeah, good good general rule of thumb: landscape photography. And we're talking about, I guess, in general, we're talking about landscape photography on a tripod too. So yeah. that's going to be important with f stop with with shutter speed. Sorry. Um, yeah. But yeah, as as we said before, um, ISO low as possible. And F8 to F16 is is a good general general place to start. I normally smack out a good old F11. Mm, I yeah, like F11. I hover around 11. Um, on my old Canon camera, I used to shoot with a uh, a 5D Mark III uh, and a 17 to 40 mil lens. Um, F9 was a good smacker. Oh yeah, that was a good point on that lens. Yep. Uh, and I found that I found that yeah, maybe F10 or F11 on the I had a twenty four one oh five as well. Oh yeah. I'd use that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And that was yeah, F ten, F eleven was the sharpest point. So a good a good little test you can do as well is if you've got some time and you can be bothered. Um mm-hmm. set set your camera up on a tripod, shoot it straight at a wall or something with a little bit of texture in it where you're gonna be able to tell the the the, the sharpness loss or increase mm. and, and shoot all the way through your range. Mm. Start at whatever you've got 2.8 for example mm. and shoot 2.8 shoot f 3.5 shoot you know 5 6 just come all the way up to the range all the way up to f 22 mm. um some lenses go up a little bit higher but not always mm. and a good thing is shooting along a fence yeah you can see you've got texture in the yeah, fence yeah. you've got yeah, yeah. but i'm <clears> talking <throat> more about like the the for, for image quality so you can see where the sharpest point of your lens is mm. so where you can see that you know f11 looks a little bit sharper than f8 for example yeah, which yeah. it might not look all that much different from f8 to f16 mm. but you'll definitely notice the difference in the corners if you go all the way up to f22 yeah massively and corners um, wide open to especially ball, on wide especially open on cheaper lenses yeah yeah, yeah 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 anything under anything under you know your your Leica top of the range lenses you should oh. be shooting with them you should not be shooting with anything less than 20 grand mm. if you are you're a hack hack your way through life. <laughs> as me and ben shoot with you know relatively very affordable <laughs> cameras yeah <laughs> yeah we're right up there um yeah so general rule of thumb f8 f16 and yeah god as as i always say to people it doesn't matter what camera you use nowadays any yeah. any camera that's within five ten years old Mm. Um, you can get just as good of photos as me and Ben or anyone, anyone that you see online, you can shoot the exact same photos as them. It's, it's about location. It's about, it's about getting out there and doing your thing. Getting the right light, the right composition. Getting the right light, right light composition. Mm. Shooting photos. Gear does not matter. No. Unless you're doing specific things. Yeah. Then it's different. Like if obviously you want to blow if you it up. Shoot, if you want to shoot a wide angle photo, you need a wide angle lens. Mm. If you want to shoot a now bird from, yeah, you can stitch. Yeah. Yep. If you want to shoot a bird from a long distance away, mm. you might need a longer lens. Yep. Or That's walk. something you'll kind of need. Sneaky. Or Get really good at sneaky sneak. Just climb on the ground, mm. crawl, army army jacket on yep. over your head, maybe a hide, mm. a, a raw hide. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> on your back. Like right, a, so if you want like to do bird photography, dolphin rawhide, find yourself a fox. Yeah. Right, kill it. Got it. <laughs> right, now put it on. <laughs> put it on its head. Put it over your head. And climb your way in. And if the bird doesn't see you, it's going to see the fox and probably fly off anyway. So no, Foxes are sneaky. This yeah, is the thing. <laughs> yeah, they just look around. They go, oh, it's a fox down there. No, nope, you must be sneaking up on me. Invisible fox. What fox? <laughs> what fox? There's Bazza with a fox. Just on his head, just still dripping down his face. We're, st- <laughs> We're still talking about the guy in the camera shop too. Pants up nice and high. Yeah. Button up shirt. It goes you in know, the heads. Oh, I'm looking his- for a new camera. Fox still dripping down his face. <laughs> this one's getting a bit dirty and dirty and gross. Starting to smell a bit. <laughs> Please leave the store. Too. <laughs> hey, is that discrimination? How dare you discriminate against me? I've got, mm. a, got a pretty hat on and I'm trying to buy a new one. <laughs> I want, the, I want the, the younger Fox version of it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Third, well, third and kind of final in this, in the, in the exposure um, area is Shutter Speed. And Shutter Speed's kind of probably my favourite. Uh, I would prefer to choose my Shutter Speed over over most things when it comes to landscape photography. Mm. Uh, I think you can kind of manage, you can manage noise um, pretty well, any any modern camera. Um, you can also manage depth of field by moving in and out a little bit more. Mm. But shutter speed, especially when it comes to water motion, is is kind of the most important. I, you I guess, shoot a lot of water, so... It yeah, is, yeah, yeah. A good general, like, and this is purely general rule of thumb, like, that, that we're talking about for this entire episode, but... If if you've set your ISO to, to 100 ISO, you've set your f-stop to, say, f11, um, generally the best way to do it is just use your shutter speed to expose the scene correctly. Mm. Um, and it makes it, you know, that makes photography really easy then because mm. then all you're doing a lot of the time, especially with Canon cameras, for example, Canon's kind of the most common commonly used cameras in my photography workshops. Mm. But uh, on Canon cameras, you've got, on the top of the screen, on the back back screen, when you're when you're shooting, you've got ISO, you've got f-stop in the center, and you've got shutter speed on the on the right hand side. So if you just work your way backwards, left to right, mm, mm. ISO hundred, f-stop eleven, and shutter speed, you know whatever it needs to meter the scene correctly. Yep. Um, most of the time, you've got a pretty correctly exposed image, and then from there, you can just play around with your compositions. Yep, um, and that's you know that's pretty much what I do on a daily basis mm. uh, when it comes to, to shooting landscape photography. Mm. Uh, when it comes to, you know, getting a certain look within a within a piece of water or within a, you know, a waterfall or, or flowing water in a in a rock pool or something along those lines, I'll I'll often work in a different way. So I'll say to myself, I want to get a, a fourth of a second, I want to get a quarter of a second. Mm. Um and then I'll work my way back from there. So most of the time you'll be able to get away with a fourth of a second, say. So you get away with a quarter of a second, you'll do F eight, for example, but then you might have to juggle around your ISO a little bit to get mm. the to get the scene exposed correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and that's another way you can work as well. Mm. Uh, rather than always always, always, always having to shoot low ISOs, always having to shoot F eight or mm. F eleven, say. Um and then relying on your shutter speed to expose the scene correctly, you can kind of work backwards as well, which sometimes works. Yeah. Most of the time works, I would say. It's all about sh- shooting 
you know, for the scene. Yeah. So if you've got a moving uh, element in there, so yeah. let's say a waterfall, yeah, um, you can either shoot a fast shutter speed, which will stop all that water motion. You'll be able to see the droplet, like it's say a thousandth yeah, sure. of a second. Yeah, yeah. You'll be able to see the water droplets and. Or if you're on the beach, you know, capture that wave just as it smashes into the rock and throws itself up. You know, yeah, you might want to capture that all frenetic over energy. All you your camera. Yeah, yeah. Just standing your ground. <clears throat> Stand your ground. Plowing it down. Plowing you down. Cop the salty spray in your camera face. Yeah. Yep, with your wolf hat on. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I think the guy at the beach has probably found a pelican, yeah. and he's just—he's <laughs> now got the bill. <laughs> Hanging off his chin, and he's, he's got the big, the top the beak, beak open. <laughs> <laughs> his head's and he's hiding, <laughs> and yeah. he's making the noise. Oh, platypus Pete, they call him. Yeah. Mm. They call him Platypus Pete, but uh, he's got no, a he's pelican. Not a platypus, he's pelican. He's got a pelican on his up. head instead. Oh. He used to he used to put pelicans over his head, but yeah, then he, pelican, he grew a little bit big for the pelican for the pole. Pelican pole, yep, pelican Brian. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, all the Brian's out there and Pauls and Pete's and Pelicans and yep. yeah, or you can slow it down so shoot at the quarter of a second, like what you were yeah. saying, and yep. now you've got this sort of nice, creamy, smooth, yeah, you know, flow. That's what that's what we're, you know, yep. that's what people talk about flow. Yeah, and obviously with with that too, you're shooting on a tripod and everything mm. that everything that stays still will stay mm. still. So mm. everything at the waterfall, like the you know the trees around it. To a certain extent, the the rocks in the foreground mm. are all going to stay still, and then all the water moving around those rocks is gonna is gonna move through the scene for that quarter of a second. And mm. even on the mm. top end of that, if you do a thirty second exposure, um, mm. and you don't bump your tripod, obviously, or you don't bump anything, mm. the all the rocks are going to move through the foreground. Oh, sorry, all the all the water is going to move through the foreground, and the the water and the waterfall is going to move that entire thirty second exposure. Um, mm. and, and once again, all the, all the rocks are going to stay nice and still and create this kind of really dreamy look. And I think, mm. um, that's, that's kind of, you know, a lot of the time people that don't know anything about photography at all will think that somehow it's been photoshopped mm. to mm. look that way where, mm. you know, that's just an in-camera effect that, that creates a, you know, quite a, quite a good effect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's something to think about as well. Yeah. I think you can get the most, to a certain extent, especially with landscape photography, you can probably get the most creative with with your shutter speed. That's where you can get the most creative images. Yeah, um, unless you're doing like a shallow depth of field thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But for general, you know, I guess normal is probably the wrong word, but but normal landscape photos, yeah, where yeah. you've got the entire scene in focus. Mm. Um, yeah, you can get the most creative with your shutter speed, mm. snapping off slow shutters. Definitely. So Just I guess um getting that water. Yeah. If you know you're a more more beginner type shooter mm. and you get to your waterfall, try playing around with your shutter speed. So, you know, shoot at say sixtieth or a hundred or a thousandth yeah. or whatever, and then shoot one slower, a quarter of a second, two seconds, yeah. ten seconds. Yep. Um, and see the, the effects. Now obviously as, as Adam said, uh, for those slower shutter speeds, the trees are gonna. If there's any wind about, the trees mm. are gonna be blurry and stuff. So, mm. um, and Which this is fine. Is sometimes it depends on depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but a more, I guess, for the more intermediate shooter mm. um, who has uh, 
say, uses Photoshop or mm, mm. I'm not sure if you can do this in Lightroom now no. or not, but um, say, yeah, probably not actually, but no. in Photoshop you can um, blend two images together. So yeah. what you can do is take your, say, two-second exposure for the water yeah. and then take your hundred a hundredth of a second or two hundredth of a second um, and you got to compensate either with ISO or aperture um, for the trees around just to to keep them nice and still and blend the still surroundings with the the blurred water. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then some people do that. mm. No, I don't often do that. I Mm. just let them go blurry. Mm. I just don't. Unless it's... Unless it it's massively, if it's massively obvious, I'll I'll blend two together. But most of the time, I'll just let it go. Yeah, I just don't really care. Nah. Some people get really carried away with it, but I think that a lot of the time it can add to, you know, it can add to it anyway. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, it depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Yeah. But there you have it. So that's that's the three kind of main in in the exposure section. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is once again. Super general, uh, but where we're going to shoot like 90% of the time uh, to start off your, you know, your landscape photography, passion, career, hobby, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Uh, If you're on a tripod and we're shooting down the beach and or we're shooting anywhere, we're going to shoot the lowest possible ISO on your camera, which is probably somewhere between 50 and 200, Mm. depending on your camera. Then you're going to snap off your f-stop somewhere between f8 and f16 and that would depend on what you've tested to be the sharpest point of each individual lens because every lens is kind of different so test it out and it's probably going to be somewhere between i would say for 90 percent of lenses would be somewhere between f8 and f16 yeah um and then your shutter speed is is literally just exposing the scene correctly and that's a really good way to start i think i think that's the best way to to start off shooting in general Mm -hmm. and then from there you can get really creative with with how you use each of those elements to create a different look within your images yeah 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 the fourth that we wanted to touch on which is out of the exposure section i guess you could say and pushing more towards the color section um is white balance and this is something that that normally doesn't necessarily get overlooked but it is yeah something that i normally generally leave on auto i don't know what you do auto yeah Mm. auto like i think i think auto white balance as a whole does really quite well any Mm. any new camera within once again within the last five years say maybe mm. even 10 years mm. uh i had a woman last week and she had a god a, a 10 megapixel 2006 um olympus mm. something mm. and we used auto white balance and it looked perfectly fine on the back of the screen so mm-hmm. you know that's that's 12 years old and it's still doing well but yeah white balance is kind of where the camera perceives the white point to be I guess is probably an easy way to to explain it. So where yeah. the camera perceives it to look natural, yeah, because our, the, our eyes adjust, yeah, eyes, automatically. Our eyes are pretty epic. Yeah, I guess generally our our eyes are pretty epic. Yeah, like the minute that that uh, a camera manufacturer can make a, a camera as good as our eyes, mm. I think that's that's when we're living the dream. So mm. general rule of thumb for cameras is that they can see somewhere between twelve and 14 
stops of dynamic range, it's called. So that's where each level of grey can be seen mm. um, in a, you know, in stops of light um, mm. from black to white. Um, Elias can see about twenty-one to twenty-four, I think, depending on depending on our eye. Yeah, right. On the person. It's a bit more, isn't it? It's a lot, yeah. So that's where, like, a lot of the time, where if you're standing in inside, you're standing inside your house and you're looking out a at a bright door, mm. um, out out to outside, mm. uh, we can see all the detail inside and and all the detail outside. Where you snap a camera off in that same direction, you probably won't be able to see one or the other. You'll yeah. either you'll ever either have a really dark outside and light inside, or you'll have a really dark, really light oh. outside and dark inside. Sorry, I probably shouldn't confuse people. But it's going to be, it's going to, you're not going to be different. able to. It's just going to be it's different, just going okay? It's bloody different, all right? Just take a word. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> Little Jimmy, if you don't pull your finger so out of Jimmy your nose. Or Timmy. Timmy. Or Timmy, Jimmy, Johnny. Bloody Timmy. Hey, back in my days, Timmy's would, would not be sitting anywhere in the classroom. They'd be getting I think, bloody smacked. I think back in your day, Timmy probably didn't have the best parents. No. Well, you, know? you never know. Yeah, so mm. I'm sure there's plenty of Tims that are 30 that are doing pretty well for themselves. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's only a few Adams. Mm. <laughs> yeah, most most Adams are in jail. <laughs> 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 so I'm glad I got out of that one early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get arrested when I was... Oh, how old was I? 32? Yeah, 32. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that's a story for another day. 32, is that the year you got stabbed in the neck? <laughs> yeah, that one too, eh? <laughs> yeah. Remember that? That was fun. Yeah, I'd um, gone home then. Was, nah, I got, uh, got arrested when I was 18 for being silly. That was fun. Really? Yeah. Oh, just, there you go. Just drinking being silly. Oh, yeah. Yep. Just sat in. Well, I didn't get actually arrested, to be honest. Mm. They put me in the back of the Dibby van, and then I just sat there for two hours. They, they said, nah, just they kidding. Left. Yeah, they pretty much, yeah. <laughs> they left me out the front of the cop shop yeah. um, in, in good old Ballarat. Shout out to Ballarat. Yep. Down the bottom of Dana Street, <laughs> mm. anyone that lives in Ballarat. And uh, yeah, got locked up in the uh, back of the Divi van and they just left me there for two hours mm. and they come back out and they go, stop being a dickhead, piss off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks, guys. Sorry. Walked off. There we go. And living, you never did it again. Living the dream. Didn't actually. Yeah. No, did oh, well. That's good. I've been a good boy ever since. Mm. I think it's a lot of life lessons that you take from that one. Yeah, you certainly learn a lot around that 18 to 24, 38, <sighs> you know. Yeah, 38, of, yeah. 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 A bit older still if you're a guy. Now. Yeah. I heard, uh, I was talking to one of my friends about a month or so ago, and she was saying that, like, she she's older. So mm. she's your age, I think, 30. Uh, yeah, 36, 38. Yep. And she was saying that like 33, apparently she's quite spiritual. 33 is the, um, the, the year, the year to, to really sort yourself out. Ah, good. Mm. Um, yeah. So there you go. 33. For a girl or guy or the same? Both. Yeah, right. It's your, it's your, um, I can't remember what you called it. Something. Year of awakening. Yeah, sure. Whatever. That'll yeah, I don't know. What the focus year of awakening. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Back on the copper thing, yeah. there was a friend of a friend when I was studying yep. when I was 20, studying yeah. fine art and yeah. all that. 18 years and, ago. Yeah, it was a Port Ferry Folk Festival, so yeah. they shut off the, the town. Yeah. And there's it's a- fun. I've a, been to that a few times. Have you? Once. 
Yeah. I don't know why I said a few. Oh, just, you know. I should elaborate. I should have yeah. just pretended. It's like 17th year this year, isn't it? For no you? one's going to know. No. Nah. No. Nah. Anyway, so there's a, a big roundabout mm. in the middle of town that's got, you know, all nice flowers and stuff anyway. And um, uh, sort of, he wasn't a close mate, but he's taken a shortcut because there's no, you know, it's all shut off the traffic. So he's taken a shortcut straight through up and over the roundabout. Sweet. And because there's no cars. Well, you got to go the quickest way, don't you? Yeah. Well, that's right. You know, just beelining for the pub. Exactly. He was thirsty. Yeah. Man, man's not a camel. No, man, nah. is, man is not a camel. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, of course, you know, no cars. So there's cops on horses, you know, just making sure there's no pests and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. So anyway, the cops seen him jump over the, the roundabout. And yeah. They're like, excuse me, pal, come here for a second. He's like, what? You know, he's, he's three sheets to the wind. He's had a good day. He's cooked. Yeah. And they're like, don't you speak to us like that. Get here now. And he's like, how about you get off your high horse and say that? <laughs> <laughs> so they got off their high horse, oh, cuffed so him, good. took him straight to the station. Gave him a few smacks in the back of the leg yeah. for being a smart ass. Yep. Get off your high horse. I love but that. But he, he spent the night. I'm sure no one said Because all his mates were, had been drinking, so no one could pick him up, drive him home. Mm. So he spent he spent the night. Not in for that. Yeah. Really Enjoys. Enjoysable. <laughs> Get off your high horse. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, back on White Balance. <laughs> yeah. Tangent yeah. Tangent City. Mm. Where, and it's not really landscape, but where I uh, will manually choose White Balance. Yeah. Well, I don't really do it these days anyway because I just shoot raw. Sure. And so, I'd, you know, you just adjust that in post. Probably the easiest. Well, it is the easiest to yeah. adjust in post. And even, even though I leave it on auto, yeah. I typically have uh, make multiple variations of yeah. a photo um, and tweak that white balance. I'd, I'd yeah, sure. I kind of like to warm things up and cool things. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. But where where I'd, in camera I might want to manually capture it just so that in post I remember what I was going for, there's mm. a shot that I post it would um, probably about a month ago of, of um, someone sitting in the window of a, like a Japanese, uh, it was like a room, but it's sure. got all the Japanese timber and the, yep. the rice paper wall and all that sort of stuff looking out at snow. Um, and the colour version of that, I took a white balance for outside because I wanted the outside to be quite... Uh, no, was, was inside snow, was warm been, and outside, outside was a bit blue. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. I've been looking at it in black and white for the last few months. So I've forgotten what I did. Yep. Yeah, uh, just just and you know just to keep that outside cool, um, you know, because it's snowing and you know snow is cold. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So that's but landscape. We typically just auto, and, and apart from a little tweak up or down. Yeah. Another if, reason, if, if even you want to do that. Yeah. True. So cool. another reason that I would put. I would change my white balance to something other than auto would be if I was trying to shoot something that was needed to stay consistent. Just so, just to oh, save yeah, yeah. time in post-production. So, for yep. example, if I was shooting a wedding, yep. I would choose a white balance, any white balance, even if it was somewhat wrong, mm. right? And I would just shoot the entire, each scene, for example, yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at that white balance, just so I could go through a batch process and... Um, you know, change all the white balance to the same so I didn't have to change them all individually. Yeah. Because what will happen is that your camera will meter, even meter white balance. I'm not too sure how long it meters for. 
I think I don't think you can change how long it meters for white balance. Um, in yeah, the I don't know. How I know it you works. can change it for how long it meters for exposure. Mm. Um, from eight seconds upwards or something, I think. But you can't change how long it meters for white balance. So every shot, I would assume, would change the white balance if the light's kind of jumping around a little bit. Mm. Um, especially on those sort of partly cloudy days, where yeah, you get some yeah. behind clouds. Yeah, yeah. Bright sun out behind clouds. Yeah. As Ben said before, too, it's gonna it's gonna change from shot to shot as well. So mm. it it really depends on what you're doing, and a lot of the time, you if you are shooting in raw, which you you know it's probably something to do. Mm. Uh, if if you're not already, it's it's good to shoot in raw. Uh, is you can adjust your white balance in post production anyway. So mm. never stress too much if you've chosen the white chosen the wrong one white balance mm. um you can always change it later on in post mm. joys of digital photography well that's it that's i guess it. the only time well the only type of photographer who wouldn't um benefit from shooting in raw mm. is someone who had no post-production workflow yeah yeah so someone who's not going to then get their photos on the computer and tweak mm. um because you do need to edit raw photos yeah you can't just you can't just pull your raw photos off your camera and mm. chuck them straight up onto Facebook. Yeah. And so I guess for those JPEG shooters, work. the white balance is a little is bit more important. More important, yeah, because yeah. you can't tweak it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. Or it's it's certainly, even in post-production, it's a lot harder to tweak. Mm. It's just mm. different. Yeah. Um, mm. So I guess running running <clears throat> back over it from from white balance, let's start at white balance. Well, let's, let's go all the way back to the start. So mm. ISO, as we said before, general good rule of thumb, low as you can with your yep. ISO. On a chuck tripod. Your, chuck your camera on a tripod, mm. low ISO. Yeah. It's going to do a couple of things. It's going to give you a nice clean image. Mm. Um, and Better color reproduction. Better re- color reproduction, better exposure reproduction, just, mm. just an overall cleaner image. Mm. Um, and it doesn't matter how old your camera is. No. Uh, it's going to look good at 100 ISO. Yeah. It's always going to look good. Yep. Um, then you've got F-stop. F-stop is, um, controls what's called depth of field. Mm-hmm. And ideally, once again, depending on the situation, but most of the time you're going to shoot somewhere between F8, F16. Yeah. That's going to give you really solid depth of field, which mm-hmm. is how much of the scene stays in focus. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just going to, it's just going to keep everything in focus nice and sharp. And that's a little test that you can do for yourself. So whether you need to shoot at F8 or whether you need to shoot at F16, mm. just play around with, with that on location yep. and you'll figure it out. Yep. Quick smart. Yep. And it will be different lens to lens. But if you can't be bothered figuring it out, yep. just 11. <laughs> 11. 11. 11 a beautiful number. Yep. It's my favorite number. Mm. It's two ones. Two ones. Two I can't remember the bingo term. Legs 11. Legs 11. Mm. Legs 11. Yeah, it used to be pegs 11 because those wooden pegs have got legs and they're yep. like, oh, that peg looks like it's got legs. And then that was Bazza again. Yeah, and Baz. Then, yeah, high waisted yeah. Baz. Baz would have been flicking. Oh, he was flicking the fox off his head. <laughs> oh, Baz, would you take that bloody thing off? I can't concentrate. <laughs> what was the number, Shaz? <laughs> Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl, Marge, the reins are here. We've, we've referenced the old, uh, the old. No, you're just a grubby eater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, my God, third, 
third, lucky third, um, shutter speed. Yeah. And from you know, from your ISO to your F stop into your shutter speed, your shutter speed is pretty much just going to expose the scene correctly. Um, yep. That's and that's I think the easiest way to to set your base exposure up as as a newer landscape photographer. Absolutely, you want to. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. You stupid idiots. <laughs> I think that's in is it case? That's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I got I was excited. I was like, oh, we're gonna abuse them now. Okay, yeah, fine, yeah. that's good. I could go with that. Yeah. I could go with a bit of abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. We were, so talking, just- <laughs> we were talking before about <laughs> last got. time you like got got blind with rage, <laughs> just like screaming, couldn't yeah. see anything Pre-pubescent else. Prepubescent like yeah. rage. Yep. Yeah. And I was like yesterday. Yeah, yep. and Ben was like when he was twenty. So mm. you know that shot. No, not really. It wasn't. I was like at least three days ago for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we uh we don't get angry anymore. We've um I've become a lot calmer in my older age. Yeah, you mellow. Geez, I used to be an angry man. Mm. Not all the time. I was still happy, mm. but every now and again something would trigger me at the skate park. Oh. And I'd just start fuming. Just BMX you know, over the fence. Yelling, yelling. Yep. Yeah. The BMX would get thrown. That'd mm. get ghosted out of a ramp. Yeah. Jump and did a backflip itself and land on the handlebars. And then you'd be more pissed off that your bars are bent now. Yeah. Yeah. But then you'd still do it for like some reason. a skateboarder that's yeah. like, just buggers up a trick. So he yeah. just snaps, snaps his board. Snaps his board up and he's like, ah, oh, shit, can't well, do any more tricks. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you don't think about that when you're doing it, do you? Nah. Nah. Yeah. You see the pro riders who get given boards. Yeah. Bugger matter. up a trick. So they, they snap their board. They just get it. another one. They snap the tail off as yeah. well. Do mm. snap both off. Yep. You can't even ride the back half of the skateboard. Nah, can't even uh, ollie. Yep. Ollie. Mono. Mono. Yeah, Mono, Ollie, Mono on a skateboard. Mm. Oh, manual. Manual. That's the one. Manual. Mm. I guess the fourth and final thing to touch on, even though we just touched on it before, but is, is your white balance. So mm. We included it because the exposure time, it's, you're capturing light. Yeah. And part of light is the temperature of it's it. It's the temperature, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, auto white balance or... You can choose one, and that's yep. something good to play around with too. So go yep. through your your daylight, your shade, your incandescent, and just see what's what looks best on the back of the screen. Yeah, most of the time the screens are pretty banging on, mm. on every camera, so you'll be able to see what it's doing. Yep. you know, in somewhat of a real time. Yep, and just take a few photos, play around with white balance. Yep, and that's your that's the joy. Mm. So that's kind of like that's that's how I would run someone through my workshops, mm-hmm. and, and that's. Pretty much, you know, all you really need to get a really good crack on with with landscape photography. Mm, mm. I think you've you've got it nailed out. Once you've got once you've got the once you've got those four sorted out, it's yep. all downhill from here. Yep. Or uphill. What's the phrase? Yeah, it's getting, going faster. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just picking up speed straight down the hill, straight towards Gaza with his fox hat on. Just staring at you, and he's shooting. He's got his long lens out. Oh yeah, he's got his one one fifty to six hundred sigma sport lens out. Yeah, he's just snapping pigeons at the park. Yep, he's just shooting four thousandths of a second, just over and over. He's got his one DX. He's got two one DXs, one on each, like doubling up like this, mm. bent over, wide angle on one. He's super tally on the other. Yeah, just, I think he's got super telly and then super super telly. Oh, he's got he's got an eight hundred. He's got mm. an eight hundred five six. He's got sixteen hundred with a, with a two times on it. Mm. You know, so he's got a sixteen hundred f 
That's probably... 16. Yeah. F11, you lose two stops with a two-time sally, I think, don't you? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so F, F11. Mm. He's got a, he's got a 1600 F11 just snapping your pupils straight in the eyes. <laughs> That's all you can get. That's all he's got. And then on the other one, he's got his 150 to 600 Sigma sport lens. Mm. Just getting your full body. <laughs> Gaz, has, Gaz has got some good good angles on you. Yeah. Yep. Gaz is getting locked up tonight. Or... <laughs> Gaz is, yep. He's got his 800 mil looking in the wrong direction. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And someone's reported him. Yeah. Fair enough, too. <laughs> so, I really, yeah, I hope that <laughs> I hope that you can somewhat take something from, from that ramble. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're the, you know, they're the most basic things you will learn in, in every form of photography. And yep. sure, we only spoke about landscape photography is in general because we're both semi landscape photographers. I'm mm. a full landscape photographer. Ben's like a, a a mild landscape photographer mixed in with everything else. But mm. um I haven't been doing much lately. No. Uh, I've only been doing one or two things. Mm. Not as many as seven that I would normally do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all right. But mm. yeah, if you do have any questions at all about about that little little jive, um mm. just send us a question on, on Instagram, Facebook uh, on the what the focus Gmail account, what the focus at gmail.com, what the focus podcast at gmail.com, mm. and um, yeah, send us a message about it and we'll we'll reply. Yeah, yep, we'll do it. We'll do it. That's we'll do it. Yeah. But yeah, stick with the basics, stick with the basics. Yeah, I don't mention and work your um, work your way up from there. Yeah, just watch, you know, and as you change one thing, we've mentioned it in the past, if you are going to change one thing, just change one thing mm. and get your head around that yeah. because it, it does affect the others. And yeah. if you start changing one thing and then you change mm. one of the others to try and, you know, and you very quickly you just you lose yeah. track of where you are. So you don't just, just don't just start spinning dials willy-nilly. No. no. It's, not, it's not a great way to learn. Yeah. Because what you'll end up doing is just flicking straight back over on auto. Yep. And not that that's a bad thing. Uh, mm. What I've said to people a lot of the time before is that if you're if you've got time, Mm. Play around with your settings, mm. right? But if you've if you've walked into a scene, all right, and there's a unicorn jumping out of the water mm. with a pot of gold mm. and a rainbow mm. and a whale, a, mm. a nambor, you know, whales with the oh yeah, nambor, yeah. nambor, yeah. I think. So there's a unicorn and a unicorn whale. Unicorn whale, yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. nambor ones with the ones with the horns sticking out of the heads, yeah, yeah, yeah. deep sea whale things, <clears throat> yeah. Um, and if they, one of them's jumping out of the water. Going at each other. And they're having a real good like, go. Out of the water, which is rare. Two mountain goats. Two mountain goats just, just plowing. For territory. Yep. They're like, I'm going to kill you because you you stole my you're ground. In my, you're in my you're up house. In my, in my missus face. You're, <laughs> um, was, yeah, I'm tired. But yeah, if, you've, if, if you haven't got time and mm. there's something really cool happening and you're, you're not overly confident with your camera settings, mm. just... Flick it over on auto. Yep. Just snap the photo off. Like most of the time, the camera will do an epic job of, of capturing that image. Mm. Um, it's always going to get an image. And if, you've, if you're if you in RAW and shooting on auto, be fine. Yep. You'll get away with murder. Wow. Well, Not literally. You probably won't. Nah. You'll probably still go to jail. Yeah. Maybe. I'd say so. But yeah, auto... If you've got, if you haven't got time, use auto. If you've got plenty of time and you're in it, there an hour before sunset, and there's no nambles jumping out of the water, mm. and the unicorns like 
you know, gone home. He's minding his own business. The rainbows settled down for the night. Mm. Um, yeah, just just play around with your settings until your till your heart's content. Mm-hmm. Um, snap off some nice images and go home happy that you've learned something. Mm. That's the goal. Yep. There you go. That's. Oh, I think we've done everything. That's living. Yep. That's that's the way you learn photography. From two stupid guys on a podcast, <laughs> just, you know, rambling on about oh. nambors and and just waxing the stupid. And, and what what was his name? Gazza with his fox hat on. Yeah, Bazza Brian, one of them. Paul and his pelican, yeah, pelican, pelican Paul. helmet, <laughs> pelican helmet. Yeah. Uh, so over the last, well, over, only over the last week, really. Mm. Uh, we've been running our new photo contest thanks to Ted's and this month's entire theme. So for the whole month of August, we're doing your favorite photos. Mm. So any, any image that you're really proud of, uh, yeah, chuck it up on Instagram, tag what the focus picks, uh, P I C S and, um, and you're proud of it, you know. So you don't worry proud. about reposting it, yeah, because it's, it's something that you're really proud of. People might have missed it the first up. time. Yep. Just whack it, whack it up again. Who cares? Yep. Just post it five times mm. in a row. Yep. No one will know. Yep. Unless they look at your profile, mm. then you're buggered. Yeah. You've got caught. Yep. You're gonna have to delete your profile. You have mm. to start all over again. All the way, all the way from fresh start. No, yeah. kidding. But yeah, tag your photos, what the folks picks. And yeah, you're in the chance to win a, a $50 voucher thanks to Ted's cameras in, in Australia. Australia. Mm. I was going to say Victoria, but they're, mm. they're a national company mm. of, of sorts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for everyone that's that's chucked an image in so far. Um, even if you're not entering the photo contest, we, are, um, we do repost cool people's pictures anyway. So mm. if even if you don't, win the weekly prize, you're still in the chance to to get a feature on the What The Focus page anyway. And, yep. you know, we don't have tons of followers, but we do okay. Yeah. We're giving it a crack. Yeah. Um, happy. Happy as mm. Paul the Pelican Hunter. Yeah. Yep. Um, anything else to add, man? No. No. No, I think we're done. <laughs> if you've got ideas for the show, let us know. Yeah, send them um, over. Otherwise, we'll just keep... We've Plugging. still got ideas, so we'll just keep doing our thing. Yep, yep. We've mm. still got 16 ideas. Need to organise another interview. Yes. Interviewee. Another interviewee. Mm. Got Very ideas good. for interviewees. Mm. Mm. Send them over too. Yep. If you want to be on the podcast, send us an email. Yeah. Or a message. 50 words or less. 50 Why? words or less. Nah. Describe yourself and we want a picture of your face. We don't need a picture of your face. No, okay. We don't need that. Yep. Yep. Thanks for listening. And until next time, catch you later. And find yourself a good animal to climb inside of. <laughs> like, um, like, wow, what movie is that? That's Ace Ventura. Yeah, he did it on two, that, and then he did it calls. in. He did it in with um. Leo did it in. Leo did it in. Oh yeah. Um, the um. The Revenant. The Revenant. Yeah. Climbed inside. It was cold. It was cold. Mm. So yeah, climb a good animal. Climb inside a good animal this week. Yep. See you soon. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't do it. It's not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> It'll be smelly and tired and you'll cry. Yeah. Luke Skywalker did it too. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. All right, wrap it up. Who else is climbing inside <laughs> animals? See you later, guys. Have a have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. He was. He did it. <laughs> he did it. Be pretty good though. It'd probably work, wouldn't it? You know, it'd It'd be warmer. Time and then they get cold too. Get a fair bit out. Yeah, but you're not going to stay in it for months, are you? Just going to be in there until the until the blizzard's gone. Would it work in the same way in the heat as well? Ah, you'd want a fatty animal, Mm. I think, to insulate you. Mm. Well, no, you want airflow. That's the problem. Ah, true. Be just all sweaty and gross. 